Welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. God, your counting was so... <laughs> that was a Chase Greenlee count, my yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I figured... I've been listening to a lot of season one of uh, of Another Path, and so I, <laughs> like, I felt like I really needed to channel our dear... You uh, went three, two, two one. <laughs> Let's hit it. <laughs> uh, Truly atrocious. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of My Favorite Murder. I don't. I, we can't. We can't say that though. <laughs> Griff, that Hi, that would result welcome, in legal action. Welcome to another episode of Neo Scum. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Can I Pet Your Dog? <laughs> welcome to another episode of Oh No, Ross and Carrie. I'm Griffin, and I'm Zach. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Quick, quick, let me name more shows I haven't yeah. listened to. Yeah. Hey, welcome to, uh, to this episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Neither of us are related. Let's go. <laughs> we're like, we're like, we're like brothers of of soul, though. Yeah. I would say, yeah. like, if we've swapped blood, we could be blood brothers, but we haven't actually. That, we're that, not. that hasn't happened. It's not happened. I don't, I don't think I've bled for you, Griff. Not for me, but because of me, surely, at some point. Have I? I don't think I have. I mean, sh- We've got to have done something That's slightly stupid in me harming yeah. myself. Yeah, like or look, me harming. Look, myself. when I got into like my mid twenties, like I really kind of got away from unnecessarily harming myself. Like, mm-hmm. um, mainly because a lot of that had to do with me not having health insurance and my wife right. being very vehement about me not doing dumb stuff anymore. Yep, um, so much so that on my bachelor party, you guys didn't let me do dumb stuff. <laughs> which I, Look, was, I was under which I was I, very angry about. I was under orders. I know, but still she wasn't there. She wouldn't know. I was under orders. I had to do it. I was under orders. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh hey everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I am Zach. And I am Griffin. That's the actual name of our that, show. That, that, we, we're in the real show. We've we've ended the goof part and that well the mm-hmm. Yes, and now we're in the, the show proper. And it's a it's a lovely day in the pet shop uh, because we've got new source material. Yo, it's it's gonna be a good like couple of months here because like we mm-hmm. we we just got oh fuck what did we call it the the mild beyond the, mon- the, bitch be- light? the mild beyond the bitch light came out what last month this mm-hmm. this new book came out this month and then the next month or two we got the that 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 fun magic school one. Yeah, so, like Strixhaven. Yeah, you know, uh, Dicks Braven. <laughs> uh, for this episode, we've got newest the newest content rolling out from Wizards of the Coast: uh, Fizzbands, Treasury of Dragons, or, or uh, as we're gonna call it, Mister Fizzy's Depository um, <laughs> of 
scaly what if it's just, it's just like Mr. Fizzy's like dragon bucket like, that's also very good actually Mr. <laughs> Fizzy's dragon bucket is actually a really good title <laughs> Uh, I'm 100% here for Mr. Fizzy's Dragon Bucket. <laughs> I'm picturing, like, one of those shitty little snow cone stands yeah. that, like, one person total can fit in that's set up near, like, the, like, football stadium during, like, a high school game. Yeah. Oh, don't. Well, hi, welcome to Mr. Fizzy's Dragon Bucket. What can I do for you? <laughs> yeah, I'd like a, um... I like a chrom- a chromatic dog. Oh, that the- sucks. We've only got metallic kitties. Is that is that'll work for you? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> do that. Slap it on no, a cone. There you go. No must. No mustard. <laughs> Slaps you a uh, a scaly kitten on a on a ice cream cone, but no mustards on it this time, and and yeah. hands it over to you. There you go. That's the kind of service you can only get at Mister Fizzy's Dragon Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Man, sometimes when you nail it, you no, nail it. I'm Mr. really feeling myself right now. Mr. Fissy's Dragon Bucket's very, very good. I'm happy that this uh. happened. Uh, and uh, <laughs> we've got an episode of some, some weird-ass things to talk about. Yeah, so the general gist of this book is that it's all about dragons and dragon-related things. Yeah. Um, in the D&D 5e uh, Understanding plethora. of dragons. Yeah. So we'll see what actually comes up, but the quick briefer, if it comes up, is that metallic dragons is the goodens. Uh, your silvers, your golds, your brass dragons. Brass and brown. Not bronze. Sorry. Yeah. They're the good aligned dragons. And then you, you're your yeah. evil dragons. Yeah, you got that, them chromatic dragons. You know, you're red, you're black, you're white, you're green, you're blue, and they're... Uh, Them's the nasty ones. Them's the nasty dragons. That's the ones we take out back behind the dragon bucket. Yeah, but now in in, in uh, Mr. Fizzy's dragon bucket, uh, they are introducing <laughs> gem dragon, gemstone dragons as well. Yeah, so that's gonna be cool. Which is something that was like in an MCDM book. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure in Strongholds and Followers, there's gemstone dragons. Yeah, no, it's very good. I like it. I, I want a cool yeah. sapphire dragon. Did you say sapphire? No, sapphire. You know, oh, okay. like like the gem. I know, but I thought you said Staffire. Yes. <laughs> like Starfire. Oh, no, not not exactly. But I hear Staff, and for some reason I thought of Staff Infection. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, you, anyway. you know, when you get Staff Infection and then that part's on fire, it's a Staffire. <laughs> wow. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, why don't we get into this episode, huh? Let's talk about our first new dragon-related friend. Okay, so this is the, uh, the Dracohydra. Ooh. Yeah, so, uh, oh, yeah, they continued the trend that we liked from last time. So it's a huge monstrosity, typically chaotic evil. Cool. Yeah. Great start. Good start. The Dracohydra is a result of arcane experimentation dedicated to recreating Tiamat's power. Amalgamate- Tiamat, of course, yes. being the queen of uh, evil dragons. Yes, the queen of, uh, of chromatic dragons. She's down there in hell. Amalgamating uh, the magic of chromatic dragons with the blood of a hydra resulted in a many-headed draconic monster with wings and multiple snake-like tails. Ooh, shit. Yeah. The Dracohydra's breath weapon is a multicolored mass of energy that contains the essence of a chromatic dragon's elemental power. Love it. These gluttonous creatures' uh, uh, appearance heralds disaster for any region that uh, they settle in as they feed relentlessly, with each head demanding a feast of its own. (laughs) If left alone, they hunt the local fauna almost to extinction, then move on to threatening the folk of nearby settlements. 
a Dracohydra, can sometimes be found in the service of the spellcaster who created it, kept obedient by the rituals of their creation. Interesting. Yeah, dude, these things are intense. Uh, we got, let's look at this. Uh, natural armor, 17 armor class, 218 hit points, uh, both a 30-foot uh, movement, swim, and fly speed. So their fly speed is actually pretty slow. All told, All yeah. told compared to, like, other dragons and shit. Um, so, yeah, the biggest thing, of course, with Hydra's got that multiple heads. The Dracohydra yeah. has five heads. While it has more than one, the Dracohydra has advantage on saving throws against being blinded, charmed, deafened, frightened, stunned, or knocked unconscious. Because it's got multiple heads. It's got multiple heads. You knock one out, hey, guess what? There's a bunch more. Uh, whenever the Dracohydra takes 30 or more damage in a single turn, one of its head dies. If all of its heads die, the Dracohydra dies. At the end of its turn, the Dracohydra grows two heads for each of its heads that died since its last turn, unless it has taken radiant damage since its last Ooh, turn. Ooh, radiant damage. Yeah, because so it was supposed to be like Tiamat, I guess, so that uh, yeah. that radiance, not, not a big fan. The Dracohydra regains 10 hit points for each head regrown this way. I wonder, I don't think there's a thing here mechanically to determine this, but I'm looking, I guess it, looking at the stat block, it doesn't matter. But I'm looking at the art here of this flying hydra mm-hmm. with crazy tails. And I'm seeing, like, there's two green dragon heads, there's two white, a blue, and a red. So, like, what, if you know, if you kill a red head, do two red heads grow back? I would assume so. I think the fun thing would be, like, you know, as, like, a DM who's just, you know, deciding to run one of these, or, like, as, like, if, you know, it was, like, part of, like, the creation of one of them, like, to just roll it on a table. Ooh, that'd be fun. Like, make it yeah. a table of all the chromatic dragon colors and then just roll, you know, X amount of times. And Absolutely. It, it could end up with all black heads. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, if the dice say so. It's got reactive heads. For each head the Dracohydra has be, uh, beyond one, it gets an extra reaction that can be used only for opportunity attacks. I love that. It's such a dick move. It's very good. <laughs> Wakeful. While the Drac- uh, Dracohydra sleeps, at least one of its head is awake. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so it's how to sneak up on. Um, but as it comes to, like, turns and stuff, you know, like, its actions, it doesn't have too much. It's got that multi-attack, so it can make a, a shit ton of, uh, uh, it can make as many bites, uh, bite attacks as it has heads, which Rough. which could be a lot. It's gonna be a lot. Yeah, and if they, yeah, it's what, plus nine to hit, a reach of ten feet, um, and it's a d10 plus yeah. five, uh, whatever, it, it's sort of, um, elemental damages. Uh, and then it's got its prismatic uh, breath. It gets back on four, five, or six. So 50-50 whether Oof. or not you get that back. I mean, it's a lot of heads. It's it a lot sense. of heads. One of them's yeah. going to have it. The, Dracohy- uh, the Dracohydra's heads exhale a single breath of multicolored energy in a 60-foot cone. Oh, God. Wow. Each creature in that uh, area must succeed on a DC 17 dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 33 or 6d10 damage of a chosen type by the Dracohydra. Ooh, it decides acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison. Mm-hmm. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage. It's what? Acid for black, it's, uh, white for cold. Yeah. Red for fire, obviously. And then blue is lightning. I think blue is lightning, yeah. And then green's poison. And green is poison, yep. Cool. I mean, yeah, it's basically a big flying hydra with a breath weapon. Yeah, a bait, a little, a, a little baby Tiamat. It's, it's, it's yeah. that's crazy, bro. Baby Tiamat. Baby Tia. <laughs> um, there's something in the in the stuff that I sent you that I got cut off at the top, but there's a little blurb from Mister Fizzy. Oh, from Mister Fizzy. 
Yeah, from Mr. Fizzy here, it says, uh, I once spent months trying to teach a Draco Hydra to perform a 16-bar, five-part harmony. The singing didn't take, but the image of all its heads wearing the little hats and mustaches I gave them still tickles me to this day. <laughs> That's pretty good. So it seems like there's some some friendly nature and some brevity that this creature can provide. Yeah. Griff, you didn't um you didn't read that like Mr. Fizzy. You're right. You know, sh- let me let me my throat's kind of scratchy from today. Oh yeah, it's okay. I just, you know, wanted to make sure that we were doing sip, doing, doing the guy justice here. <coughs> yeah. It was kind of like um hmm what was it like? Um it was kind of a town. Hey there, I'm Mr. Fizzy. How you doing? Yeah. It is it is very Uncle Pete. Yeah. Oh boy. I once spent months trying to teach a Drakahydra to perform a 16-bar, five-part harmony. The singing didn't take, but the image of all his heads wearing the little hats and mustaches I gave them still tickles me to this day. That was pretty good. It was the bounce of Drakahydra? <laughs> I, I did get a good kick out of that. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, look... I mean, we've look. We've done hydras. I think like twice at this point before this. So. Different types of hydras. We, did, we get a lot of hydras. We did, reg, re, we did regular hydras, and then I think we did hydras. The in, Iron Scale Hydra from yeah, we did from the goddesses yeah uh, of Terry. So I mean, it's a, it's a hydra. It's a hydra, but this one's it's got added. wings and it and it has the dragon breath. So like, you know how like some people are like, ooh, let's get a small dog yeah. first, and then your second dog's like, let's get a bigger dog. Mm-hmm. This is like this is the bigger dog. Yeah, definitely. This is the bigger dog of hydras. Yeah, because what a normal hydra. Maybe the biggest dog. A normal hydra is large, isn't it? Is it large? Uh, I, I think it's bigger. I think it's huge. Gotcha. Huge. Huge. This might be, in terms of hydras, the biggest dog, because those other dogs don't fly. Yeah. This one flies. Yeah, that's fair. The the iron scale one, I think, what might be gargantuan, but. In like size, but definitely like uh, like the like danger scale. Like this is like you know it's it's not the biggest, but it's the bitiest. You know, it's very bitey. It's a bitey dog. Very breathy. Yeah, it breathes everywhere. That dog breath is like really dangerous. Yeah. You got to get like a whole new insurance plan for yeah. dog breath. This is gonna be one of those things. Like this is an outdoor pet. Oh yeah, <laughs> unless you've got like. a... Like a like a stone house, and I mean, this thing can do acid though. That's fair. Now, yeah, keep well, yeah, keep it outside. It's gonna go. This is a pet that you are gonna be fair weather friends with. It does understand draconic, so of mm-hmm. course, with you know, anything that understands a certain language, we will give you the uh, the obligatory mm-hmm. um, you know like phrase book for draconic mm-hmm. translation. Guide. Yeah, exactly. We really don't have many draconic patrons like. On our client list. Yeah. Like, we should reach out to some ancient dragons, especially with all of this. Like, dragons are going to be hot in the market right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Let's, um, I'm, I'll send a, I'll send a note up to marketing and see in, like, um, up to the, uh, acquisitions team and see if they can't, um, figure something out. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a Dracohydra. It's pretty intense. I love, I love it. I love it. It's a pretty good guy. Yeah. Uh, following that, we have, not a dragon, but it's related to a dragon. It's it's uh, uh, an elemental, actually, that is uh, animated breath. 
or as I wrote here in the notes, animated breath. Breath. F's. Breath. 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 Uh, this thing, I think, I'm not going to describe it because it, I think it, A, just mostly looks like an elemental, but it also will change based on the type of elemental we're talking about here. Um, we're also talking about uh, chromatics with this one. It says here in Mr. Fizzy's, a chromatic dragon's breath weapon is a manifestation of the energy that suffuses the dragon. With sufficient patience, dragons can learn to draw on magic from the elemental planes to shape their breath weapons into a bipedal form, creating elemental creatures called animated breaths. Oh, shit. I thought this, this was going to be like a freak occurrence, like one in every a million dragon breaths creates one of these things, but no, nah, they, they learn how to do it. Yeah, no, they just got to walk the 10,000 steps up to High Hrothgar, um, <laughs> and then they, and then they you know, learn the power of the breath. <laughs> the Thoo. Yes. That was a Chromatic that was dragons. A dumb joke. My apologies. No, that was a great joke, Zach. <laughs> Thank you. That was a great that was a great High Hrothgar bit. We don't get enough Skyrim jokes in twenty twenty one. Yeah, you know. Chromatic dragons often use these creatures as guardians for their hordes or send them out to gather treasure from the territories around their lairs. <laughs> an animated breath is a bipedal creature formed from the same energy as the breath weapon of the dragon that created it. A red dragon's creation strongly resembles a fire elemental, while a black dragon's is similar to a water elemental, but vicious, or <laughs> rather viscous and foul looking. A green dragon's animated poison breath looks like billowing clouds of green gas, while a white dragon's animated cold breath looks like a walking ice sculpture with a frigid air whirling around it. A blue dragon's animated lightning breath is constantly shifting form of crackling lightning and can suddenly vanish from one place to reappear in another, striking like a bolt from the blue. Cool. Yeah. That's very fucking cool. So they're large elementals, um, typically neutral evil, kind of going in line with their chromatic uh, dragon mm -hmm. upbringings. There are various abilities here based on what type of elemental form it has. Uh, so it has resistance to whatever damage type it's made out of, which makes sense. Um, immune to exhaustion, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, restrained, and unconscious. Rough. Uh, Dark Vision understands Draconic but can't speak. So let's start with the Fire Form. So Fire Form, it has a Fire Aura. At the start of each turn, creatures within 5 feet take 1d6 fire damage, and flammable objects that aren't being worn or carried are ignited. Uh, a creature that touches the uh, Fire Breath uh, or hits it with a melee attack also takes 1d6 fire damage. Uh, acid and Poison Forms have a Putrid Aura where creatures that start within five feet of the animated breath must succeed on a DC 15 constitution save or be poisoned until the start of the next turn. And if anyone touches or attacks them in melee, they take 1d6 acid damage. Um, looks like the only difference that the cold form has is that its AC bumps up by yeah, two. It's a little beefier. Uh, yeah, so it has a 17 AC up from 15. And the uh, lightning form has a bonus action called lightning burst where it can magically teleport uh, to a space it can see within 30 feet, and uh, anyone who uh, touches it, or excuse me, anyone uh, within five feet after the teleport takes 1d6 lightning damage. Oh, and that's, all, that's just a bonus action. Yeah, so it can just zip around. Yeah, that's very cool. 
and then its regular slam attack does 2d8 plus 4 plus 2d10 of the appropriate elemental type. Ooh, that hurts. So that's a rough attack. Well, imagine all of this happening, too, while you're fighting a fucking dragon. Like, <laughs> like, like this thing's enough to worry about already, but like, not yeah. like you're also fighting a fucking ancient dragon while this is going on. Yeah, I like the bit in here about um, these things being sent in to like gather treasure from the territory. Yeah, because um, I just immediately pictured them in like mafia suits and like hats, just rolling into town. Yeah, see. I came from a dragon's lung, see? Now I'm here to yeah. steal your treasure, see? Yeah, we're the fire boys, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they they put the cigar just on, like, their face, and it lights it, and Ooh, then they smoke it. Oh, so sexy. Oh, yeah. All right, so we got, so we got the cool, what's the cool thing they all do? Okay, so fire, fire thugs light the cigar on their face. Okay. Got it. Poison. They, like, drink a lot. Like it's no big deal. Yeah, they they're, they're, they've got like one of those camel packs, but it's just <laughs> full of booze. Because they're resistant to poison. Exactly, that's all alcohol is. Yeah, it's they, they drink all day. What about cold? Um, they freshen your beverage. <laughs> it's not very intimidating. No, uh, no, it's like they're the nice ones. Like they're like they're, they're oh, like okay. they're like the good cop of the yeah. of the crew. Like, you know, you send the one in, it's like, oh, hey, let me get that for you. And it touches your cup, yeah. and it becomes nice and frosty and delightful. And then the other one, you know, puts a cigar out on you. Mm-hmm. It's like, Terrence, I know you don't have your payment this week. That's okay. I'll take it upstairs to the big man. I'll take it upstairs to Findranger, and I'll let you all know. Like, I'll let him know that it's chill. But next week, I can't do this again for you, Terrence. Yeah, n- next week, if I come down, guess what? Yeah, I'm going to have to freeze your family. Sorry. Sorry. I don't want to. I don't. Look, I like you. I do. <laughs> But look, I, business is business, and you're behind, Terrence. Sorry, bud. <laughs> I think the acid one, like, just kind of like grabs your doorknob and twists it, and just melts the doorknob. Oh yeah, it's very good. It just grabs the yeah. doorknob, and then it just kind of pokes the door, and then the door swings. It's like, open. hey, this place is in need of repairs, ain't it? <laughs> what a shithole. Yeah, meanwhile, the lightning one shows up, and it's like, <laughs> don't want to black out the whole block. It's <laughs> <laughs> just mainlining Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shows up, has always got like a little bit of a twitch. Yeah. Hey, you want me to, you want me to shock him? <laughs> oh, I'll shock him. Oh, I'm always down to shock him. Clear. No, 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 no. Bosco, just fucking chill for a yeah. bit, man. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just love shocking. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. All right. <laughs> This is good. This is good content. This is good stuff. Oh, no. Oh, man. I'm I'm here for the 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 elemental boys. <laughs> the breath gang. Oh, man. A breath a breath gang for life. Yo, yo us breath like so what if you're firing our mice? Like uh it's I'm cool. It's fine. We're brothers you and I. Yeah, and they they do like the the back of the neck sort of grab yeah. and then you hear the nice Ah, shit. They're like, no, nah, it's a good pain. Just sit in it for a moment. All right, all right. <laughs> Brothers. 
It's like, I know, okay, listen, I know, like, that was a really nice speech you gave out there, and, like, I know you and, like, like the gang's tight, but, like, we really gotta keep Bosco around. Hey, hey, is he, is... What, look, I'm, I'm in the same room with you, okay? Just oh, just... shit, hey, <laughs> hey, Bosco. I was over there, but now I'm here because I can move at the speed of fucking light, man. It's fucking... <laughs> Hey, man, you gotta cool it. Like, we're getting a lot of collateral damage coming around these fights, and I'm pretty sure it all has to do with you. Hey, look, the boss is said to be destructive, okay? That's what I do, okay? Just fucking... <laughs> okay. Yo, you guys wanna run 12 miles? Let's fucking go! <laughs> <laughs> and it just... <laughs> just flashes uh, out of there. Look at that mad bastard go. Comes back real quick. Oh, forgot my trilby. Sorry. Okay, bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> This is maybe the best fiction we've ever established. Yeah, no, I'm here for, for for the Breath Gang. Breath Boys. The Breath Boys. Where are they God. at? That's the Where, new Broadway just, musical. Just a gang of five different element, uh, uh, elemental animated breaths rolling into yeah. town, causing the, shenanigans. Yeah, now the tagline to the, this Broadway show of the Breath Boys is... Their boss sent them to bring them treasure, but what they found was brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a change. It's a it, it's it's a change of alignment story. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like any good crime drama where it's like you know, like it, it, it like look, the only people that that are going to understand what, what you know the other ones going through are, are each other. Yeah. Yeah. All they have is each other. All they have is each other, because they were literally breathed out of a dragon earlier that day. <laughs> yeah, the plot... No one else can understand yeah, that. The whole plot takes place over 24 hours, by the way. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Hey, they they, they burn bright, sweet breath boys. Uh, Editor Griffin, put in your notes right now that for more ads in the future, we need to write, like, trailers for For, musicals and movie. We need to do, like, movie trailers, Zach. Oh, I'm here for it. Oh, because I need need the Broadway trailer for The Breath Boys. Oh, hell yeah. I need this so much. Yeah, The Breath Boys starring one Zephyr (laughs) Shenastillian. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) Oh no. Oh man. He has to be the blue one. Yeah. He has to be Bosco because he's lightning bro. Well, no, Zephyr can do any of them. Yeah, he could do any of them. It's a one man show! Oh man, I'm here for it. (laughs) We'll work out the logistics, but it'll be good. Well, yeah, we'll put in a a a a, a call to Pasek and Paul. Uh, see if they can whip this up for us. Wait, what was that? Pasek and Paul are the ones that wrote Dear Evan Hansen and oh. and and uh, Gray Showman and stuff. Okay, they're pretty good. I did not know this. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's all I've got to say on animated breath. That was some of, uh, that was some good content. Uh, I'm satisfied. Oh, uh, I'm look. I, I I would say that that was. Oh God. That was a breath of fresh air. Okay. Dylan, run the ad. Who's Dylan? Are you ready for the world's most prolific bard? Bringing you a collection of the Kinderland's greatest hits. Zafir Shenastiliath sings the hits. With such classics as Morty's Mom. 
Marty's mom has got it going on. She's all I want, and I've waited for so long. Marty, can't you Jackson's see? Jackson's girl. You know I wish that I had Jackson's girl. I wish that I had Jackson's girl. Where can I find a wizard like that? The pride and joy of the final flight. From planes watch to bulwark, everyone knows a fear. Start spreading the news. Classics I for now, classics for then, classics forever. I want to be a part of it. Bulwark, bulwark. Step into a realm of melodic marvels with the man of many faces. Planet by our shiny boy, he's Jackson Silver, and his sight is not at all. Blinded by our shiny boy, he's Jackson Silver. There's never been a musical collection like this until now. Get inspired. You need some help with that. Bardic inspiration. Going to give you help with that. Bardic inspiration. I Call 1 800 Pet Shop and order your copy today for four easy payments of 25 gold each. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Zafir Shenastiliath sings the hits. Toss a coin to your shifter, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your shifter, oh valley of plenty. I've got a, a an excerpt from from the Breath Boys. Want to hear it? Oh, sure. <clears throat> Let me get in the character. <laughs> oh no! What have you done? It's not a musical excerpt. It's um, it's just um, fine. it's just like a little bit of a short monologue. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, listen to me, Bosco. I don't care that you're crazy. I don't care that you're nuts. I don't care that I don't fucking understand a thing you say half the time. You'll always be a breath boy to me. And that, that thank you, thank you, thank you. You're gonna have to cut that. I, I, I flubbed the line there. You're gonna have to make me sound better there, Editor Griff. I mean, if you want to, I'm not gonna be able to fix that. Take it again if you want. No, it's fine. Okay. We'll, mo- we'll move on. <laughs> I'll do. Editor Griff will do what he can. I appreciate you, Editor Griff. Editor Griff, put in right now how gr- how good you did on that. Hey, Podcast Griff, it's Editor Griff. Um, I did okay. I mean, I think you can kind of tell there's a cut there in the middle. Like, the energy doesn't really match. Like, without a retake, there was really nothing I, I could have done to make it, like, perfectly seamless. But I think I did pretty good with what I had. Thanks, Editor Griff. Cool. So, um, the next creature we're pulling out of the dragon bucket is uh, the... <sighs> I, I Griffin love oozes. You do. You have a thing for ooze, bro. I just think oozes are a vastly underutilized creature type. Like everyone knows about the gelatinous cube, and that's about where it starts and finishes. So I was very happy to see a dragon blood ooze yuck. coming out of Mister Fizzy's big old big old yuck. Uh, this also has an excerpt from Mister Fizzy up at the top, where Mister Fizzy says. What to say about the dragon blood ooze? 
I could comment on the bad blood between me and Tiamat. <laughs> I might observe that its creator originally intended a blood sausage recipe. But perhaps I shall simply say, you ooze, you lose. <laughs> I heard that line um, in the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. From you ooze, you lose? Yeah. So the the main the, the main bad guy in, in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, um, the original mm-hmm. one, was um, a mm-hmm. character by the name of Ivan Ooze, um, oh and uh, he made a bunch of little like you know, Ooze foot soldiers. And at one point, uh, Billy the Blue Ranger punches the one really hard in the chest and puts it out. And then when he pulls his fist back, he has a whole bunch of ooze all over it. And mm-hmm. so he says, "You ooze, ooze you ooze. lose." Love it, guys. If you haven't seen the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, I highly recommend it. <laughs> So this ooze, it's it's got a very can I say it has a very nice color. It reminds me of like like a very um dangerous cranberry sauce. <laughs> I was gonna say it looks like a color of a Jolly Rancher that doesn't exist yet. Yeah, like a pomegranate Jolly Rancher. Yeah, yeah. exactly like a pomegranate Jolly Rancher. Um, it's got that sort of uh, uh, almost vaguely crystalline reflective property. Um, it's just a big goopy ooze with some pseudopods and some like, I don't know. It's got these kind of splotches in it that almost look like eyes. I was going to say like dragon scales. Oh, they do. They do look like scales. The two kind of at the top in like uh, there's that little triangle of them at the top. Yeah. The bottom two kind of look like eyes to me. Mm hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, they look like scales. You're right. Magic-minded artisans have long incorporated parts of dragons' bodies into magical items, crafting dragon hide into armor and forging weapons from claws and teeth. Alchemists have found beneficial uses for dragon blood, but ill-advised experiments have also given rise to dragon blood oozes. The congealed blood of a dragon given mobility and hunger... The ooze tries to shape itself into a draconic form. Oh, shit. Ooh. It cannot hold a coherent shape for long and soon collapses into an amorphous heap. Similarly, it tries to manifest a breath weapon, but manages only to spew forth part of its own body that it then reels back in. Hmm. Oh, I love them. Gross. So it's a big ooze. It is a big ooze. By that to say, I mean, it's a large ooze. Uh, it's unaligned, 14 AC, 68 hit points, 20-foot uh, speed, and 20-foot climb. It's strong, not very dexterous, stupid. It's got, 10, it's got 10 charisma. Does it actually? Yeah. That's more charisma than Mordecai. Yep. <laughs> this thing could 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 beat you. Like, if you went to, like, a like a bar and, like, yeah. we're like, hey, who could pick up, pick up someone to go home with first? This yeah. ooze could probably beat you. It could beat me in a slam poetry competition for sure. Oh, damn, yeah. It's resistant to all of the draconic elemental types, so acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, immune to blind, charm, deafened, exhaustion, frightened, grappled, prone, and restrained. That's like all of the conditions. It's up there. Let's see. It can be stunned. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) You hit Uh, it it in the right jelly spot, and it (laughs) blew For long enough, <laughs> and it just kind of sits there rippling for a while. <laughs> you are really getting my funny bone tonight. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I can. <laughs> 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 
laughing. Is that the new gr- the sound that makes Griffin laugh? <laughs> For the night of this. That's really good. Okay. Uh, it's got blind sight of 120 feet. It is. <laughs> you gotta stop. I, I left the last one out. We're good. <clears throat> That's a far blind sight. Yeah, but it's blind beyond that radius, so uh, it, it, it's going to need that. It can understand Draconic and the languages of its creator, but it cannot speak. Um, it's amorphous. It can squeeze through a space as narrow as one inch wide without squeezing. Um, has spider climb, so it can climb difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings, without needing to make any sort of ability checks. Nice. Uh, it can make two pseudopod attacks or one pseudopod attack and it's uh, slime breath. The pseudopod has a 10-foot reach, does 1d10 plus 4 bludgeoning damage, and 4d6 acid damage. Ooh, that's pretty potent shit. If the target is large or smaller, it is automatically grappled, and until the grapple ends, the target takes 2d6 acid damage at the start of each of its turns, as it just kind of begins corroding you. Ruh-ruh-raggy. Now let's talk about the slime breath. Thankfully, it only recharges on a 6. It only recharges on a six. The ooze expels a spray of its gelatinous mass in a 30-foot cone. Uh, Each creature in that area must succeed on a DC 14 dexterity save or take 4d10 acid damage and be pulled up to 30 feet straight toward the ooze. Ooh, that's really cool. It goes, get over here. Yeah. (laughs) It literally, yeah, it just sprays its stuff out. But like it, like it said in the flavor text, like it doesn't. It's not like a projectile. It's just part of it. So it sticks you and pulls you back in. It's like one of those sticky hands you'd get at like Chuck E. Cheese. It's like a big <laughs> sticky hand breath. Yeah. And you, you're, oh man, those are the best until they got covered with like lint and like hair yeah, from around the house, and then they, and then they, it was just a weird, gushy hand to flop around. Now, Zach, I'd love to make my pitch for you as why these are great. Pets. Okay, go ahead. I think that oozes are deeply underrated. Pets. Okay. And I've been wanting to do an ooze episode for a long time. Uh, and I think now's my chance to like get my talking points across. All right. um, number one, eats anything. Yeah. Also uh, including you. Sure. But like, you know, if I were to die tonight, like Milo would eat me probably. I don't think so. I'm just saying like. That usually only happens when, like, a person, you know, lives alone and then dies, and then, like, a week later, like, their cat or their dog takes we'll the Because like, like, they yeah, don't I have mean, food. But, like, Marley will be around to feed Milo. Okay, It'll be fine. So th- 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 there is a reality in which my dog would devour me. Okay. Um, number two, low upkeep. Like, you're not going to have to take the ooze on a walk. Okay. It doesn't need attention. Like... It's fine. Yeah, it just kind of is there. How do you con- how do you keep contain it though? It's just a box, glass box. I mean, but if there's if there's any sort of crack in it, it's gonna get through. Yeah, you just gotta be mindful. I mean, like, <laughs> I gotta make sure I put the lead on Milo before I let him outside. Make sure that all the glass is sealed up properly. I mean, but if you if you don't put the lead on Milo when you go outside, Milo mm-hmm. won't like slither towards you and eat you. No, but he'll run away, and that'll be annoying. I don't think Milo would run away. Milo seems a, <laughs> like a genuinely care, like nice dog that doesn't want to be far from the people that he cares about. 
This is fair. He is a very much an inside boy. Yeah. Um, but you're 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 stepping on my points here. Um, okay. Number yeah. Th- number three, very friendly, great at parties. Yeah, and it'd be um good. Um, you, like you could do shots with it. It wouldn't be like a Jello shot where you need the shots, mm-hmm. the Jello, but you're doing a mm-hmm. shot with Jello. Yeah. Um, number four can hide crime evidence. That's fair. It's like throwing a body into a pig pen. Yeah. Or you just you just send your ooze after it. Yeah. Um, and lastly, for now, uh, number five, um, you can like shine a light through them, and they look like a lava lamp. That's fair. That's fair. I think I think I think oozes would be great pets. Okay. You know what? Those are some valid points. Mm-hmm. So hey, folks, if you're interested in oozes of any type, really, who's yeah. that? Yeah. Griffin's Multiverse of Petshop.com. Well, no, Petshopcast.com. There we go. There we go. We need to we need to purchase that domain. We need yeah. to purchase the full the full length. That's domain. just a very long domain. It is. It's not like they charge you per character. I know, but like no one's gonna want to type out Zach at Griffin's Multiversal That's fair. Multiversal <laughs> itself is is an ordeal to type in. <laughs> what does PetShop.com take you to? Nothing. <gasps> Zach. But we've we'll, already, we'll call we'll call Chase. We already have PetShopCast.com. But we could just have PetShop.com. Do you understand how big of a deal that is? I mean, that's fair. ZachAndGriffin.com. Nothing. Ooh, the market's rich, Zach. It's time to strike while the iron is hot. Okay, well, you, you let Chase know. And, uh, I will. Awesome. I will. I will. <laughs> cool. Um, any other notes on ooze, friends? Griff likes them. They look like cranberry mm. sauce. <laughs> Is there any? Is there anything to the whole like it tries to shape itself into a draconic form? Like, and this thing could do cool like self balloon animal party tricks. I was thinking that, or like shadow puppetry. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you know, um, it could. Do, ooh, it'd be really good at charades, probably. It'd be really good at charades because um, it can't talk anyway. It so can't like, talk, but yeah, it can make itself into whatever. It's like um, in Frozen 2 when Olaf uh, 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 reassembles himself into different shapes for sure. charades. Yeah. You seen Frozen 2? No. I haven't seen Frozen 1. Oh, you got to see them. They're good. Uh, <clears throat> you can't eh when you haven't seen them. I'm, I'm, that eh uh, that, that, uh, was not to determine the quality of the films. It was to the my interest in seeing them. I guess... I don't watch movies. You know this. I mean, I know this about you. Just it like, is known, Khaleesi. I just hope that one day you'd, you'd change your mind. If you send me... I will watch one movie a week that you send to me. Nice. I'm here for this. <laughs> I'm here for this. I watched all the Twilight movies with your wife, our, my dear friend Nicole. And so I owe you, I owe you something in <laughs> similar. Have you seen Sandlot? Yeah, I've seen the Sandlot. Okay, have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, this is a great start. I'm on an unprecedented streak. I, I, right I'm, I'm working on sort of uh, on sort of my tops here. Have you seen Moulin, yeah. R- Moulin Rouge? It's been a rip, but I've seen it's James McAvoy, right? No, it's Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, the other one. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the other Scottish one. Uh, is he Scottish or is he Irish? Uh, whatever. I think <laughs> I, he might be. I think he's Scottish. The other pretty Scottish one. Yeah. He is very pretty. With a dumb name. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, have you seen... you seen Cabin in the Woods? I think so. Uh, we gushed about I it. I think so. Uh, all the time. Okay. Yeah, I've seen Cabin in the Woods. It's got Thor in it. Yeah, I don't remember that, but... 
Yeah. That's the thing. It's a lot of the times that I see these movies, and it's been once a long time ago. Hi, welcome to Zach's trying to see what movies that he loves that Griffin hasn't seen yet. Both Moulin Rouge and Cabin in the Woods I would do a rewatch of. Okay. All right. well, why don't you start with Moulin Rouge? Okay. All right, cool. That's, that's this week, and I'll think, of, I'll think of one for next week. All right, good deal. Fantastic. All right, so Last Creature? Last Creature. So, Griffin, you're going to love this one because it's mm-hmm. sort of... Is it a dog? No, it's um oh. like our our dear friend Joey would refer to you as Bird Lion. Yes, and this is kind of similar. Ooh, so this is a lion drink. Oh, so that's it's not bird, Zach. I mean, yeah, it's just like instead of it being a bird, it's like a dragon. I'll allow it. There you go. Uh, so yeah, lion drink. <laughs> um, so it's like think like a lion. Um. Mm-hmm. But uh, its body's kind of got a more dragony look to it, though it's furred still. Very handsome. It's got a pretty long neck. It's got that long dragon neck. But yeah, no, it's got it's a, it's pretty handsome lion faces with some kind of long ears, uh, and yeah, then it's yeah. got a big wings down its back. And then there's kind of the one depiction at the top above the flavor text that's kind of like lion like. Now that one, that one I'm friendly with. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Well, I mean that's. I'm assuming the top one's like a lion, and the one in, in the actual stat block's like a lioness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the lionesses yeah. are always cooler than the actual lion anyway, because they okay. actually go out and do the shit. Yeah, but the li- the male lion's fuzzier. Yeah, but they're usually lazy bastards. Good for cuddling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lion drake is a solitary and territorial predator. Oh, yeah, by the way, lion drake, large monstrosity, typical neutral. Nice. Nice. Territorial predator with the long neck and wings of a brass dragon and the head. Ooh. Ooh, so it specifies. And the head and body of a lion, including a luxurious mane on males. Yeah, sometimes yeah. known as uh, dragons. Dragons? Or dragonies. Dragonies. I don't know. It's dragon with a, with a ness on the end. Dragoness. Dragon. But, like, I mean. Like lioness, dragoness? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Sometimes known as dragoness, lion drakes rely on their ferocity and their frightful roar to overcome prey and drive off rivals. Lion drakes are voracious hunters that range across well-established territories. They don't typically seek out people as prey, but those folk who encroach uh, into lion drake territory are fair game, which feeds the creature's reputation as hungering for humanoid flesh. Ah, damn it. They hunger for flesh. I mean... It, 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 that's the reputation, but like they don't like seek out people. Like just like okay. if you go like poking around their shit, then yeah, they gonna eat you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and apparently they know draconic. Oh, tight. They have only, they've got an int of six, but like yeah, that's you, enough to talk. That's Grog Strongjaw had an int of six. That's fair. Uh, let's look at this bad boy. Uh, it's got very good perception. It's got dark vision out to sixty feet. 60-foot fly speed. 60-foot fly speed is pretty quick. Uh, multi-attack. It makes one bite attack. A two-claw attacks. Ooh. Its bite is a 2d10 plus 4 piercing. Ooh. If the target is a medium or smaller creature, it must succeed on a DC 15 saving throw or be knocked prone. Nice. And then the claw attack is a 2d6 plus 4 slashing damage. So, like, nice. just think of fuck you up. Yeah. Pretty quick. Uh, and it's got its blood-chilling roar, which recharges on a four, four to six. Another. I uh, like that all these dragon analogs have like a recharge ability. Yeah, that's what traditionally the breath weapons have been like. Yeah, it's very good. 
The Lion Drake lets out a terrifying roar audible up uh, out to 300 feet. Any creature Oof. within 30 feet of the Lion Drake that can hear its roar must succeed on a DC 14 uh, wisdom save or be frightened of the Lion Drake for one minute. A creature that fails the save by five or more is also paralyzed for the same duration. Ooh. A creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. If a target's saving throw is successful or the effect ends for it, the target is immune to this lion, to this lion Drake's blood-chilling roar for the next 24 hours. So if there's like a pack of them, a pride. A whole pride. Then that's a lot of roar. That's a lot of roar. I just kind of like them. They're just really yeah. cool. They're just cool. We're in that spot again where they're just cool. Yeah. And so and there's it's not like, a lot of goofs. Yeah. No, it's like, I mean, you could do a lot of just cool shit with them. Like if you're if a good pal, like with a lion tree, like I could see like a good, cool, you know, the, like a, an Aragon-esque uh, story yeah. of like someone befriending a lion drake. You know, they can talk. They're best friends. You know, you ride around on it. And uh, and you're drawn to a call to a higher purpose, and you gotta mm-hmm. save the land from some dickhead played by John Malkovich. <laughs> I want to do some cool poses, like um, like I'm a Pokemon gym trainer, yeah, and like this is my intro screen, and I've got and I've got my Pokemon behind me. Mm-hmm. I want I'm, I'm gonna do just some like some cool intimidating poses for like Christmas cards. Oh, I thought like you said you were going to like do poses like right now, and I was very ready for them. Nah, son, I don't have a lion drake behind me. Oh, I was just going to use my imagination. I need the I need that here. I think the lion drake's presence will impart a kind of gravitas and intensity and honesty to and like I'm an actor, I can fake that. Yeah, but. It would. I don't think it'd be right for the moment. Yeah, I'll no. give you one. How about that? I'll okay. give you one. I'm excited. It's not going to read well on the podcast. At all. No, not just not for you. Not at all. Zach. I'm going to do my f- best, at folks at home, to tell you what I'm seeing here. Mm-hmm. All right, hang on. I got to warm up. Okay. <sighs> do I want to go like full anime? Or yeah. Like. All right. I think I, I think it's just the classic. Then just like the. Oh, nice! Yeah, that 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 sort of like anime, like pushing the glasses up, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very good. I w- and okay, now give us. Um, I like shorts because they're comfy and easy to wear. Like like in a pose. Yeah. Again, terrible podcast material. No, that's okay. <laughs> but, but well, see, it's funny because the youngsters always seem like a grouch. Yeah, like, he's I always think, really like, angry. The the sprite has always been like real grouchy, so mm-hmm. I want to be like hmm. you know kind of grumbly. But if I were to embody, I like shorts, they're comfy and easy to wear, it'd be like... Yeah, a couple thumbs up, a big smile, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I always loved the youngsters, because they're always just like, yeah, I'm fucking hard, here with my ratata. <laughs> I'm nine years old. <laughs> fucking bring it, bro. <laughs> oh, you knocked out my one ratata? I've got four more. Huh, that's because that... Is all that I'm brave enough to try and catch. And my older brother let me borrow his Raticate. So, like, it's fucking done for you. I I'm know, 10. I know you might be thinking, at least go catch, like, a Pidgey or some shit. Well, guess what? I'm afraid of birds, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I do like the Lion Drakes a no, lot. No, they're very, very good. They're very aesthetically pleasing. I think that just be yeah. They're they're just, a cool they're just ass a pet. cool pet. Like fuck yeah, cool ass friend to just roll up with. Oh hell yeah! Imagine how cool you'd look like with a big old like glowing sword. You come mm. flying in on a, on a Lion Drake. That's some He Man shit. Oh hell yeah! Like you, you like imagine if Ripley just like. I raised a you know a, a, a magic sword above my head and proclaimed something, and then I turned into like a you know big uh, shredded badass, and Ripley turned into a giant lion Drake. Lion picture. I'm just trying to picture your cat with size appropriate wings for the lion Drake. Well, I mean, like the the cat and He Man also got like bigger. I know when it turned but into I battle. Thought I was. <laughs> No, it's just, it's just Ripley just gets funny. wings. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny if, like a little pseudo dragon, she just <laughs> just some little wings popped out. Yeah, no, Ripley would be like, "I got wings, cool. I'm not gonna fucking use them. What do I look like yeah. to you? Fuck off. God, Leave me alone. God, I, I love that cat so much. <sighs> she's so edgy. She's edgy. She's gotten a lot more needy lately." To the point, oh yeah, here's a cute thing. To the point of like, mm. like you know, she'll walk up and like I'll leave my hand like a you know a bit ways off the ground, and she wants to nuzzle my hand so much, she'll go up on her hind legs to nuzzle it. Oh, and it's very cute. Anyway, Milo and I, Milo and I had a really good snuggle. Oh, tell me about day. it. Well, when Marley's not here, he likes me more. Yeah. Um, when she's here, he fucking hates my ass. Yeah. Um, That's and a- so. Uh, we had a really good snuggle where, like, I hopped up on the couch and he hopped up uh, and, like, he likes it when he goes to, like, crawl onto your chest or something, he does it head first and, like, leans his head sideways and, like, squirms forward. <laughs> and I picked him up and kind of laid him sideways on my chest and had good. a really nice morning snuggle. That's very good. Yeah. Now, Roxy last night uh, wouldn't leave me alone. Was mm-hmm. just, like, on my lap all throughout Monster Hearts late yeah. yesterday, last night. It was very good. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you could you could do some cuddling with the lion Drake. You yeah, be mindful no, of definitely. those murder mitts. Oh, the mur- I mean, like even my cat's got some pretty uh, pretty deadly murder mitts, you know. But yeah. like, ah, oh, like that neck, like it could be like a cute like it like wraps the neck around you, and you're like, oh, oh bud, yeah. This would be good for like bigger folks out there, like oh, yeah. or like Warforged. Yeah, yeah. So like a Goliath, this thing would just be like a, a like a Great Dane or something. Yeah, it's just a big, big kitty. Just a big kitty. Imagine like a centaur and a lion drake like rolling around. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Oh hell yeah, I'm here the for coolest it. out there on the plains. Running the plains, these are my grasslands. Do you think a centaur could be a good rogue? Oh man, I mean, not on stone streets. I was gonna say it'd be hard to not clip clop <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, mine went on a weird tangent there, but uh, hey. Lo- Every time you sneak into town, you got to take some burlap and wrap them around your hooves. Yeah. Now I want to play a centaur rogue really bad. God. He's an assassin. <laughs> it's like the, we're going off topic a lot. I don't care. Uh, it's like in, do you play Elder Scrolls Oblivion? Uh, yeah. Wasn't there someone in the Dark Brotherhood who, in Oblivion, that was just like, a big orc who's yeah. like, yeah, I'm not sneaky. I just burst, I just bust people's doors down and beat them to death in their sleep. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that would be that. That would be yeah, like that. And the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah, no, that guy was great. <laughs> awesome. Oh, 
Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lion Drakes are really great. Hit us up. Uh, we'll see what we can mm. do. Uh, I think that's going to conclude our first foray into Mr. Fizzy's Dragon Bucket. Oh, I loved it. Uh, I did, too. There's some really cool shit in this I'm book. excited to come back, reach um, in, and see what we pull from the bucket next time. Yeah. Um, we've talked about, we talked about doing grab back episodes. This, these episodes are grab buckets. Oh, grab buckets. Yes. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Well, uh, thanks so much folks for coming out and listening to, uh, this here episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop as per usual, you know, you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon, you know, patreon.com slash ghostlight media, where, uh, you can get some cool, uh, some cool benefits for subscribing to us monthly. You know, we've got a... Uh, very active Discord server with you know fans of other shows come and hang out and chat about whatever the fuck's happening. <laughs> we uh, you know uh, 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 at a certain tier you, you know you get thanked uh, on ev- uh, on every episode of Another Path and then uh, exclusive merchandise, exclusive, exclusive merchandise content. We've got like a mug club sort of thing happening. It's been yeah. pretty cool. We've been getting some cool uh, Patreon uh, 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 donor only mugs that have been happening. There's a Zephyr Shenastilioth Sings the Hits uh, mug as featured on this podcast. Yeah, now you can get a shirt with that, but the one on the mug has a fedora, and that's the yeah. one that's only for Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very, very good. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, um, please feel welcome to uh, reach out to us on Twitter and engage with us there at Pet Shop Cast on Twitter. Um, leave a review or a rating on any podcatcher uh, that c- will allow for that mm-hmm. type of engagement. Um, if you want to hear about any particular type of content on the show, if there is a fiction that you want us to explore, a type of creature you want us to gaggle about, um, hit us up, get into our DMs, post about it on Twitter. We will read that. We will take note of that, and we will do some shit with it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's about it. I think that's about it all. It's thank you all so much for listening. It's been another fantastic episode hanging out with you all. I, of course, have been Griffin. And I have been Zach. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day, it's all about love, baby. (laughs) Sure. Bye. Check out the previews of Breath Boys. Goodbye. Thank you all for listening to episode 77 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I've got a dog in my lap. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and the fantastic people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Jeremy. Connor and Tyler for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Nicole Voice on Twitter. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, be sure to check out the Breath Boys premiering in Off 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 Broadway at the Bearing Bro Civic Center. Bye. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.